With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. It is a horrendous hangover indeed as the Steelers have been eliminated from Lombardi competition for the 2020 season after starting out 11-0. They lost yesterday after falling behind, falling behind 28 to nothing to the Cleveland Browns. They could never get back. And that was just uh, the theme of the game. And I hate to do this because I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan, but the Cleveland Browns played a really solid game. There are not many holes that I can go ahead and poke in the Cleveland Browns game plan in the game, in everything that they did. Um, Valerie says, worst hangover ever. And yeah, I kind of agree with that. So, you know, we were talking about it at the beginning of the show. What are some of the worst playoff losses in Pittsburgh Steelers history? Um, A lot of people were talking about getting T-bowed, how awful that was. The Jacksonville game was brought up. The, uh, and yesterday falls in, falls in line with that as well. I got to tell you, for me, I'm still looking at losing to the Patriots in 2001 of the AFC cha- AFC Championship game, losing at the AFC Championship game against the the uh, Denver Broncos in after the 1997 season as well. I was at both of those games and I got to tell you those hurt. One game I was not at that I absolutely uh I think hurt the most for me was after the 1994 season. Lose the Gary Plummer game, the uh, Alfred Popunu game, losing to the San Diego Chargers. Um, that game to not go to the uh, Super Bowl, that was uh, absolute devastation. The good thing about that game, though, is they came back the next season and went to the Super Bowl. They were not victorious in the Super Bowl, but they did go, and they had every opportunity to win in that game, too. But I don't consider that Super Bowl one of the worst Steelers losses either. Um, here we go, Wilson Pava. Don't mind missing Connor. Love, but uh, no production. Don't mind missing Dupree long-term. Not sure he's as good as he's been recently. And Highsmith. So, you know, uh, I tell you what, Highsmith's going to be pretty good. I mean, he went off yesterday, and they actually they suffered when Highsmith went off. Uh, Wilson, thanks so much for the four ninety nine. I do appreciate that. Um, too bad, <laughs> Richard McKinney. I'm gonna laugh at this because that this is awesome because this was this was really 1980s and 1990s, and we talked we just talked about that 1995 team where they drafted a Nebraska offensive lineman um, Brendan Stye in the third round after they took Mark Bruner in the first and Cordell Stewart in the second. Too bad there isn't a 1980s Nebraska offensive lineman out there that needs to be drafted. Steelers always did well with those guys. Um, Ariel. Ariel Rosa says the thing, too, is that the Brown staff was professional and prepared like all teams, so they were prepared. They really were. I heard a lot of criticism that said that the Steelers were not prepared for this game. I think they were prepared. I, I actually think they were prepared. 
But I don't think they were prepared to go down in this game. And when you're a number when you're a number 32 rushing team, like Marina Jane and Burt says, 32nd rushing team in the league, this is not Steeler football. When you're that team, you cannot come back. You are a one-dimensional team at that play, at that uh, particular juncture. So there you go. You just can't – You they could not come back. The, uh, the Browns, when I say they let them back in that game, there was no urgency to stop the Steelers. But if it got down to them, you know, push coming to shove and it getting closer, I would not be shocked if they were able to uh, stop the Steelers. But the Steelers were not able to stop the Browns when they needed to stop them on defense, even in the second half. We are pointing a lot of fingers. I'm pointing fingers to the Steelers defense. Um, You just hold them to a couple field goals instead of touchdowns in those situations there's a chance to come back in this game too. Ezra, fantastic friend of the show, Hall of Famer in my mind. He has Hall of Fame on his avatar, 63 Dermani, love it. This is the worst playoff light loss in my lifetime just because it's the Browns, all caps. Yeah, losing to the Browns, that's that hurts even more. And a lot of people uh, don't have the problem with the Browns as much because they uh, they were so bad for so long, but it doesn't take long for me to start hating the Browns again because I will never forget November 14th, 2019, and a guy swinging a helmet at another man's head. And that I will never forget the way the fans reacted in that moment as well in uh, – the Cleveland fans, that is. So I, I got to tell you, I've uh, I've had hatred for that team. I can't stomach watching Baker Mayfield. I just can't stand the guy. I see his commercials. I get angry. My gosh, I'd rather watch Flo and Jamie from Progressive commercials than a Baker Mayfield Progressive commercial. And Flo and Flo and Jamie are so and and Myrna or Myra or whatever her name is, they're so nauseating. And Baker's even more nauseating to me. But man, he didn't have to throw the ball a lot last night. But when he did, he was right on. He was really good. I'm one of the guys that will forever say Baker sucks. He did not suck last night. And that's that's the thing about it. Um, Toxic One North says, who's the new QB? I'm not trying to be smart. I don't think there's a new QB until 2022. I think number seven... And number two are your QBs in 2021. Uh, I'm not endorsing that. I'm just, I just believe that's what is going to happen. Um, DJ two, who, I mean, this is a perfect follow-up to that last one. Why keep Ben to go 10 and six in first round exit again? That's uh that's where you get into the whole dynamic of letting Ben go out on his own terms. And this is for art too to decide when, if art Rooney decides that he's done with, uh, with these early exits and it's time to blow this whole thing up, they might, but I don't know if this is a long rebuild. And I mean, you could say that I'm, I'm crazy at this point, but, it might not be a long rebuild. 
Uh, you just got to catch lightning in the bottle with a quarterback. Somebody said earlier, does anybody remember 1983 to 2003 when uh, between uh, Bradshaw and Ben? Yeah, I do. Cause I remember that's actually, those are actually the seasons that really got me into being a Steeler fan. And I remember the Cordell days, the O'Donnell days, the even a Cliff Stout year. Um, I remember the Rick Stroms coming in, the Scott Campbells. I remember the David Woodleys and, oh, God forbid, the uh, Mark Malones. Oh, those years were tough. They really were, but there, there were some AFC championship games in there. There were, some, um, there were some moments where this team had a chance to go all the way and didn't, and Ben did solidify that. So I do, I do thank him for everything, but... Uh, um, like I said, this is not an endorsement, but the economics of the game have changed. And with a salary cap and with COVID, gosh, I don't know what it's going to look like next year. So that's definitely something that we all need to think about when we're looking at what's going to happen this year, because conventional wis- wisdom just doesn't doesn't fall into play when you're dealing with a salary cap and hey you might lose that salary cap genius in Omar Khan if another team is smart enough to make him their general manager and and that's another thing and you've got to realize you got to look at the Kevin Colbert thing. Kevin Colbert has been amazing for this team. How much longer does he stick around before he retires? Do they risk losing Omar Khan for uh, I mean to uh, keep Kevin Colbert for another year of maybe 10 and six stranger things have happened. You never know. Um, We will just have to see how it all, all shakes out. Um, Ezra says this, I wish I could have Ezra. I called off, probably got fired. I don't care. This hurts. You know, this is look, I talked about this yesterday, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we are fans of football for because it's an escape. It's just like I go to the movies. When I watch a movie, just like if you watch a show that you love every week, or like I binged Cobra Kai for 10 hours on, uh, on January 1st with my family, I got lost in their world. And I get to escape out of reality and watch that. And that's what being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan has been for me. And most years it's been been better than – it's been great. It has been great to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I have had the exhilaration of uh, celebrating so many times um, AFC Championship win, Super Bowl wins, um, and the Steelers have done that more than almost anybody. I know the Patriots are up there as well as in the last 20 years. Um but the Steelers are a great franchise. So we take it more. I mean, do you realize if you're if you are a Detroit Lions fan that you would be begging for a season like this and just to be in the playoffs and uh and the history that we have? And and that's the thing. That's the thing. But we do get lost in it, and that's why it does hurt when they lose because. For me, my holidays are over because I always winter starts the day after the Steelers lose to end their season. And winter has definitely started. Winter is here. 
Um, gosh, man, I, I feel like I'm in Game of Thrones. Winter's coming. And well, no, it's here. So, and, but I do know this 205 days until they play their first preseason game, hopefully. So, or go to training camp. And, but the nice thing about it is you're going to have BTSC throughout all of that because we're not going anywhere. We know that you crave the Steelers. And the reason 223 people are on the live chat as we speak is because you love the Steelers so much and you love that escape that you want to hear about them or you want to feel better about this um, or you want to uh, you want to understand why they did the things that broke your heart yesterday. And they're probably thinking the same things. Um, I still believe in my black and gold. I know all of you do as well, but there's things that you want to change and, and you'd like to see stop. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, so there, there's really no, there's no complete answer. Um, Ezra, um, I need Najee Harris to get through the summer. Man, I would love for you to have Najee Harris. I love all of us. I just don't see them doing it in the first round when the offensive lineman is so important. Now, if they go ahead and uh, <laughs> if they go ahead and do that, I'm not going to complain, but I really see them going offensive lineman. Ben Greenwood says, can we get you to change your background Browns colors? LOL. Um, yes, you can. Um, orange on one side, green on the other. This is, uh, this is my makeshift office right now as mine, uh, as I'm trying to do mine by myself. Uh, I've put up the drywall, uh, November, we put up the walls. I'm struggling with the sanding, but there is going to be an office with white walls. Um, I will definitely have it for next season. I'm hoping maybe around February, if I can, um, COVID kind of hurt because uh, the people that were helping me aren't around right now to help out. Um, and I'm not exactly handy, but I'm proud of what I've done. Um, this, I don't know how much longer you're going to have to endure the orange. There is some yellow down here. Um, but this was originally my uh, originally my son's bedroom that he was born into. Um, and now it's become a playroom and an office, but I will do my best. What if, Ben, let me ask you this. What if I go ahead and put up a couple terrible towels and, and uh, a couple of things? I almost put up, a, I had this uh, big uh, draping Guns and Roses, uh, not like a poster, but like, a cloth roses um, screen printed thing that I found at a yard sale for $2. Um, I could put that behind me as well. But if I put up some terrible towels, maybe that'll work. I also have this that I had up, but I was afraid it was going to fall down. If I put this up and this is actually right before the Super Bowl XL win. If I go ahead and put that up, maybe that'll uh, disguise that orange a little bit. So I will work on that, I promise, Ben. But I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks. Um, that's that's funny. I knew those walls were going to get me in trouble here. <laughs> uh, Mark Davison says uh, BTSC still here, and he is definitely a BTSC guy. Um, 
you know, and uh, yeah, that is Veron Haynes is also in that picture. That that's the prayer right before uh, the Super Bowl um, forty game. Um, you know, there's there's so many uh, there are are so many things um, to look at. Adrian uh, PDLE, uh, bad. What happened to Highsmith? I did not watch. That was a bad catalyst for the D. Um, I believe it was a high ankle sprain, and we'll find out a little bit more uh, now. You know, the, the information that we get from the Steelers might take a little while because of there's a possible COVID situation right now um, that uh, the facility might be shut down, so that might change exit interviews and the such. So we're going to see uh, exactly what's going to happen as far as information. Um, you know, had they won that game, oh my gosh, had they won that game yesterday, we might be in even more mourning right now as we find out uh, some COVID information that might be afflicting this team, and we might not even find it out now. Uh, we might not even find out if somebody did test positive, but there's apparently uh, a situation um, wouldn't that have been horrible to have survived that game in epic fashion and turn around and have it snapped away from them um, and taken away from them with a bunch of people out. If that is the case, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, Richard McKinney says, Ezra, I would perform a six, I would prefer a six, six, three pound run blocker. I got to tell you, there's guys out there. There are definitely guys out there. Look, I don't think we've seen the last of David DeCastro. I think he was hurt a good bit of this season. Um, so I, I think you still have some life left with DeCastro there. I think Kevin Dotson is your guy at guard. He is your left guard. He could be a 10-year guy. Um, I think he's that good. Chooksakor 4, he's... I believe more in Chuksakora for than I ever have. He's very serviceable. Um, if you can go ahead, I don't. I don't think Filer's going to be back. I don't think he's done anything to warrant a second contract. You might see uh, a guy that bet on himself last year in Zach Banner. You might see him coming back um, after he heals for a one-year prove-it deal. He did a one-year prove-it deal last year, and oh man, that really stunk. He went out in the first week of the season. But I, I think he could he could definitely be a guy next year that you could rely on. But I think you definitely need to get a rookie and a big guy like an Alex Leatherwood, a guy like that that they've been talking about. Uh, man, I think I think you address offensive line. I think if you look at running back, there are some guys, and I, man, I I have trouble pronouncing his name, um, Etienne, um, Etienne from Clemson. Um, you know, I think he could be available in the second round. There's a kid from North Carolina that could be available in the second round. Um, there's some players and, and when you say, no, you can't get anybody in the second round. Um, Derek Henry, Jesse George men mentions Derek Henry. Derek Henry was a second round pick last year. JK Dobbins and, and, uh, Jonathan Taylor were second round picks. So there's there's guys that you can get in the second round. Le'Veon Bell, the juice, was a second round pick. So um 
So, you know, there's a guy you can get in the second round. I don't know. It would be hard for me to see them getting a quarterback this year. Um, I still would hold out that I would love to see a guy like uh, Sam Darnold, too. I just don't think that's going to happen just because of the uh, the salary cap and what you're looking at. I mean, but that could happen in a trade, too. It just depends what they'd be looking at. But one thing that I, I always know with the Pittsburgh Steelers is they do such a great job of finding money in the ca- the couch cushions. I mean, Kevin Colbert and Omar Khan do that better than anybody. And if they could go ahead and, and find some money, you would be surprised. Nobody thought that they were going to some guys like Ebron and Wisniewski, even though they didn't get a chance to keep Wisniewski. Nobody thought they'd be able to make deals and, uh, they did, and they were active in free agency. Let's take a look at some super chats here. Um, let me try to get it up here. I'll, let me move down here. It is uh, Stangley Febo twenty two gives us four ninety nine. Stangley Febo, thank you so much. We need to go OT round one and running back round two. Yeah, that's a possibility, and I really think that the offensive tackles are pretty deep here. So, there you go, Eric Askew. Well, last night was depressing. We should all be proud of the adversity the Steelers had to endure with how much their schedule got messed with. Eric, ask you $5. Thank you so much. Yes. And that's something that I have not talked about. But I, I got to tell you, when things started to go ra- wrong was when things beyond their control started to happen. And they uh, they did, that schedule was moved around so much and so much was done to uh, give other teams opportunities to survive. When you turn around and look in the Denver Broncos, weren't allowed to, uh, I mean, couldn't have any of their quarterbacks out there and weren't extended the same thing. Um, it, it just seemed like the Steelers had so much going against them. And, hey, they weathered a lot of storms. In the end, they were beat up by t- two major injuries. Um, actually, no, let me say that three major season ending knee injuries. Zach Banner's one of them. Of course, Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. And we might have seen the last of Bud Dupree, and which stinks because Bud was a very good player for us. Um, I'd love to see him come back. I just don't know if it's possible. And it probably isn't. But hey, you never know what we're going to be talking about. And that's the great thing. You know, we will be here each and every day on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we're going to be here in the family podcast, too, with offerings, new offerings every single day. You're still going to have uh, a lot to listen to. Um, we're going to continue with the YouTube. We're going to continue to have offerings on the audio-only side as well. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of information, and you're going to find it here first. And... Uh, Tyler W says, Brian, I hate to hear you so downcast, but we will bounce back. And these guys next year will take nothing for granted. You know what? I I appreciate that. Thank you, Tyler. But you know what? I, I don't feel downcast. Um, I'm trying to get through talking without a break for uh, 40, almost 49 straight minutes since Tony's not with me today. But, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, it is tough because it is, it, that loss is uh, means that the season's over and, and it does hurt. Um, 
But uh, you know what? I feel good. And I'm glad you said that because I feel good because I believe in this team. And like I said, you know, I said this yesterday, you cut me. It looks like I bleed red, but that's actually black and gold. And guess what's in my blood? Plenty of iron. And that's what happens in the Steel City, my friend. I'm a Western Pennsylvania um, kid, bred and born. Dennis Timmons helps me out here. It is not supposed to be pronounced Etten. It is a French name, Etienne, and it is pronounced Etienne. Best was to describe it with phonics on a computer. Thank you, Dennis. I tell you what, I mean, I, I could watch Clemson games and I, I still am not picking up like a lot of people will will call him, uh, will still call um, Randy Lane um, Fickner when it's actually Fickner. Um, Ryan O'Toole says, loving the show. Ezra says, Tony is hurting too. Tony's, Tony's working and uh, he's taking care of some business. He was hoping to get on, um, but... Uh, but he's stuck at work. So I got to tell you doing this show without Tony for me is tough because man, I lean on him because I love his opinion so much too. And he has a great way of, of uh, expressing it as well. And he's, I mean, Tony and I are very similar in the way we think about the Steelers. We're not X's and O's guys. We're, uh, we're pop culture Steeler guys. DJ2 says, time to take a week off from this team, start watching film, and get ready for the draft. Need any draft support for BTSC bad? I tell you what, DJ2, um, feel free to get a hold of me, get a hold of me um, or you can get a hold of uh, Jeff or Dave as well. Um, you can, and in the articles, um, you can get email addresses for us and contact us. Look, I mean, I let me... There's a guy here in the live chat that uh, six months ago was just a fan in the live chat, like all of you. His name is Mark Davison, and now he's hosting his own show with Matty Peverell, Touchdown Under. So, you know, that's a, that's a thing that could happen. So if you are interested, if you're ever interested in writing, write stuff up, present it to us. That's something we could look at. And uh, there might be some podcast... Uh, opportunities that come out of that as well so uh there you know i mean like i said we're all fans i'm just lucky to have that forum so um if you're good with the draft if you're good with anything Steelers, and you want to submit it feel free um there's you never know when things are going to open up and uh it should be fun up oh, big brosco he just here's my buddy there big brosco i, I should have brought big brosco on the show um, to help drown my sorrows here. He is correcting me. He said, no, it, that would be touchdown under, but I got to be careful because when I do, when I do my, uh, when I do my Australian impressions and my dialects, it's not good. And I cannot do impressions. I, I thought I could. Ariel says, you know, it sucks very, very bad, but imagine being a fan of teams like the Browns who literally won their Super Bowl. Yeah. I get it, and we were talking about uh, we were talking about teams that uh, like the Detroit Lions that uh, would have killed to be here. Big Brosco is like, yes, yes, you should have. Well, Big Bro, there's five minutes in the show. Jump on. <laughs> so, anyways, I got to tell you, this is going to be um, this isn't our last hangover. We could possibly change the name like we did last year, but it's going to be the same format where uh, we changed it to, you know, Steelers Q&A. 
no matter what it is, this is our uh, this is our YouTube show that we do every Monday. Tony and I are on here. We have a lot of fun with it. And one of our big things is to be the patriarchs of our Monday night Steeler family. And that's the most important thing to have a family. I've got 200 people in the live chat that I love going to Steeler War with. And when I say Steeler War, I love going through all of this with you. Because we've got high notes when we win those games. And it's so awesome. And when we draft... As Ezra, I'm going to just say this for Ezra. Ezra, when we draft Najee Harris in the first round of the 2021 draft, we can celebrate all that together. Or when we draft that offensive tackle, or if we draft a guy that we've never heard of and we're like, what happened? Who in the world is Jermaine Stevens? I've never heard of Artie Burns. Okay, when that happens, all right, we're in it together. And I really love to be... I, I really love to have a Steeler family to go through all this with. And it's funny when we get a, uh, when we get somebody from the Broncos on here or a Ravens fan or a Browns fan, as long as they treat us with respect, man, you know what we do? We welcome them in with open arms, but the minute they dog one of me or Tony, you guys, you guys are like jackals. You're all over them. Cause we're a family together. We go through this together and I, I, we cannot do these shows without each and every one of you. I could go ahead and read all these names that have commented. There's some names that have not commented. And there's some names that I'll never know their names. And the reason I'll never know their names is because they're listening on the family of podcasts. They're listening and uh, in their car on, on Tuesday or Wednesday. But they're listening every single day. And that's what makes us a community and we thank you. We can't do this show without you downloading or you tuning in on Facebook or you tuning in on YouTube and you giving us questions and giving us stuff to think about. You give us stuff to think about too. You call me out when I'm wrong and I have no problem because I'm the one guy. I, there might be more, but I'm one guy that covers the Pittsburgh Steelers in any fashion that will admit to you. I'm wrong a lot. You know why I'm wrong? I'm just a fan with my own opinions. I just have this forum. But like I said, I can't do it without you guys and you ladies. I cherish everybody in this live chat, and I cherish everybody here. And you know what else I cherish? Cherish my Pittsburgh Steelers, win or lose. And I got to tell you, they lost. I'm disappointed. They're disappointed. And that's the bottom line of the whole thing. But guess what? We're going to wake up tomorrow and we're going to be like Dwayne Williams says, black and gold for life. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So I got to tell you, thank you so much. I feel better. And uh, I, Mark Davison is, uh, I'm going to have him help me out here on uh, on the live chat since Tony's not here. I'll put it up on the screen, but I'll, I'll also talk over it. Maybe I'll talk in his accent. But uh, for Tony Defio, who is not here, for all of you in the live chat, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and to quote the great and late Rowdy Roddy Piper, just when you think you've got all the answers, Mark, help me out with that. There it is. We keep changing the questions. Bye, friends. We'll see you next time. Win or lose, go Steelers.